Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Welcome in. It's your Wednesday, your hump day. It is the 14th of June. I think today is Flag Day. That seems to ring a bell. Um, I think it is. We'll figure that out during the break. Come back and let you know. Uh, seems we've got the frog out of throat from yesterday, so we're good there. Uh, welcome in. We'll get started. A couple of stories for you and some celebrations for Sin City coming up after Webster's Wheel gets us started. I wake up in the morning, don't even hit the snooze. Jump right out of bed to get that 15-minute news. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. AM 1321 is the best news happening now. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. All you beans and peacocks, it's time to gather around. It's Jason in the morning. Welcome back in. Well, you know, from history and decades and decades of conflicts, wars, and the like, that these things, they cost money. They're not cheap. You know, it's the difference. Being nice, we've used the analogy of playing nice with others in the sandbox, and, you know, the only difference is when you're pushing people around in the sandbox, it really doesn't cost you that much money. Well, according to Business Insider and Huling Tan, Russia has decided, wait a minute, you know, uh, if we're going to keep doing this, this is going to cost us money. Ukraine doesn't have that concern because the U.S. has been funding a lot of their war. So, um, yeah, I know, I know, I know it's borderline politics, but come on. How many billions have we funneled over to Ukraine? All right, so Russia's answer they're not playing this game. They're like, nope, we're, we're just going to ride this into the sunset. We are taking this one in all the way. They have decided that they're going to put uh, taxes on companies that are making over 1 billion rubles in profits since 2021. What this means is, hey, rich dudes, all right, I know we've been cutting you some slack on these taxes, but uh, Papa's got a game that he wants to play, and it's called Invade Ukraine, and we need your money to pay up, all right? So he's going after the richest sector. Why? Probably because so many companies pulled out of Russia, the younger sector don't have jobs anymore to be able to pay taxes, perhaps. Probably not, but we'll keep going. So this is expected to raise $4 billion, according to RBC TV over there. Uh, this is their first, uh, or they posted a first quarter deficit of 2.4 trillion rubles since the war started. So the Kremlin's feeling the pinch. Like, well, we need it. We just gotta get there somewhere. Eventually, they say that it could uh, get to uh, 3.6 billion uh, dollars um, they would be able to raise um, that they're hoping anyway to try to fix some of this deficit uh, for them but I don't know what, what are the oligarchs feeling are they starting to push their money to the Caymans are they fixing the books uh, I don't know is it going to only be one sector I'm not sure but this is just amid a myriad of other issues that Russia has faced since invading Ukraine right and 
their sectors power and energy uh, the lack of money from these that they normally push throughout Eastern Europe all failing and I think the mind burrow on this one because it is right it's you I think throughout history you know a lot of the questions have been well, why do we invade why you know why do countries go to war and the like but this is one of those that I think it's a little bit easier if you peel out and use the sandbox analogy, right? You, Ukraine took their ball and were like, well, we're going home and nobody else can play, right? When the USSR broke apart and, you know, they're like, well, maybe we want to play with the ball, maybe we don't. But now you have Putin who thought, well, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to kick down the fence push him around and take his ball and then figured out wait a minute this kid over here in the corner who I didn't think knew anything about self-defense has a lot of friends that do and they're gonna put up a fight and they're clawing foot teeth mouth whatever they got to make it work so I think it's a hard lesson but I think the bigger lesson is in stubbornness of you know I guess it's it's both trying to, to prove a point and, and trying to hold what you got because on the flip side of this right he, he's got an image to maintain so now just trying to figure out how to pay for it all right in our second story today very interesting news if you are interested uh but kind of thought it was it comes across as an article but it's really a job advertisement uh, according to elizabeth williamson out of the new york times basically what they want so listen to this according to it, it says quote Wanted, motivated, and versatile chief executive, preferably with engineering, architectural, academic, and diplomatic skills to, uh, to manage 2,400 employees overseeing a 570-acre complex in the middle of Washington. Right? What the hell? Right? We need you to have a little bit of everything, be a bit of a unicorn, and oh, by the way, supervise a crap ton of employees. So what is that? What job is that? It's, well, it's the architect of the Capitol. Did you know this job existed? Well, so it's a federal official, uh, and their job is operations and maintenance of the entire Capitol complex. Uh, so everything there in the middle, uh, including the Capitol building, Supreme Court, Library of Congress, parks, restaurants, and a power plant uh, that are all down there. And I'm not the only one who thinks so. Um, Marshall Reffitt of Reffitt Associates, uh, which is part of the search firm uh, there in D.C., says, quote, this is a uniquely complex role. A term we often use is a unicorn. Look, I'm not crazy, right? Other people are seeing it too. So basically, your job is to go make sure everything's running smoothly, but also preserve a lot of the things and pieces there in D.C. Now, the other piece of this, and if you've ever tried for a government job before, that I find intriguing is that they don't already have someone in place for this. Like, why Why does this get to the level of, you know, putting out a news story, right? Like this, you would think this is a job that would just be handed off to Billy Bob or Sally Sue who are waiting in the wings to be the architect. Uh, but I guess that's not true. Not sure. Um, but this is taken off taking on a new light uh, since the attacks on the Capitol itself. Uh, J. Brett Blanton, according to the story, was not there during the assault on the Capitol. 
uh, and was fired in February. After an 800-page report was produced to President Biden, so again, this has been open for a while. So we're going to ponder that. We're going to find out about Flag Day, and we'll be right back after this break. Hey, it's Jason from Jason in the Morning. Hey, have you ever wondered about this thing that we call the mind, bro? Have you ever wondered, like, if you just took these thoughts and carried them out a little bit deeper, a little bit longer, and really burrowed in? to try to get at these answers and to kind of think about where it's going or just even wondering what the thoughts would be on it. Well, the team from uh, our team has gotten together and you can find out and listen with a new podcast that's recently been launched called The Mind Burrow. You can check it out on all of your access points to podcast. Our couple of podcast episodes already deep. Come join the team, figure it out, listen to the topics that we've got and check it out. Flag, you're a high flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave. The emblem of the land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats true for the red, white, and blue, and forever in peace may you wave. I think I messed up the last, anyway. All right, welcome in. <laughs> And just when I was getting ready to say, man, see, you missed that out, or kids are missing out by not singing patriotic songs, or maybe just where I was raised, where you sang the, or gave the pledge, and then you sang a song or two to your nation. Uh, and my second grade teacher, Miss Quasto, would be very disappointed that I trailed off at the end. I was going strong. I was pretty strong for not having looked up the words at all and going straight from memory. After coming back from the break, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to whip into this and see what happens. Like a good Friday night after you've had a half a bottle and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to tear into this and we're going to go for a ride. All right. Now, uh, <laughs> Flag Day. Sorry. June 14th is indeed Flag Day. It is celebratory of the first Continental Congress introduced the country's first flag uh, as the official flag on June 14th, 1777. So a uh, year after the Declaration of Independence, uh, introducing that, that is why it is celebrated. It's very interesting. Uh, let's see here. All right, continuing on. Uh, that covers Flag Day and a little bit of song and dance for you there. Uh, not wearing a top hat, in case you're wondering. Uh, but not sure why you'd be wondering what I'm wearing or not wearing. Uh, proceeding with our show. Congratulations are due to the Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. If you watched any clips from this last night, there was a mass of humanity both inside the arena there in Las Vegas, uh, winning on home ice, and then outside the arena. Like, I was like, uh, how are the people in the arena going to get out of the arena? Uh, since 1922 has not happened, but happened last night, um, Stone, Mark Stone, the captain of the Vegas Knights, first captain to score a hat trick that's scoring three goals in one game uh, in a Stanley Cup clinching game. Uh, the Florida Panthers, you know, we talked about them in sports. They steamrolled through the Eastern Conference, but man, they got punched in the mouth. And then adding insult to injury, 
the Golden Knights went on a tear last night in the second period, scoring, I think, five goals. They end up winning 9-3, to three, including an empty netter in the third period. And then after they bring the uh, Bobrovsky back in, a scrum within the last minute and a half, uh, they're at the goal mouth, and Vegas scores again. Uh, there has been some chatter on social media like, dudes, you are up 8-3. to three. Why do you need to throw one in? Me, I, you know, I've been a coach before, and I'm like, look, you know, I've, I've told every every team I've ever had, when you're up on someone, you put your foot on their throat, and you don't let up, you squeeze. And that's exactly what they did. On the other hand, it is professional sports, and it's like, dude, you have a job. Your job is to stop me, not for me to stop myself. Uh, at the end of the, the game, though, uh, this is one where... Uh, the NFL is used to this because they let the time run off. I uh, have not seen it much in the NHL, but pretty much uh, the celebration started uh, with about 30. Oh, I mean, it really started most of the third period because they were not coming back. Uh, but at about 20, 30 seconds or so, Vegas was just playing four corners with the puck, not advancing it, keeping it in their zone. And uh, then <laughs> the Panthers just went to their bench. Uh, and the, the team stormed over the wall uh, with like 10 seconds left, and the referees thankfully just let it go. Uh, congratulations. We told you at the beginning of the Stanley Cup Final that whomever won the cup, it would be their first cup. Oddly enough, in 2016, uh, when owner Foley was talking and you know being optimistic about his team, uh, someone had asked him, and they showed the clip and said, you know, how long do you think it'll take for Vegas to win the cup? Dude is a clairvoyant. He said, well probably seven years it should take a six but i'm thinking seven and sure enough here they are 2023 stanley cup champions all right uh let's look at sports for you on the diamond last night dodgers win orioles win rockies yankees twins giants angels cubs reds astros mariners phillies smoke check the diamondbacks 15 to 3 they are a feast or famine team I mean, Phillies, you've got Schwarber, you've got Bryce Harper, uh, you've got, uh, don't you have Real Muto? But I mean, so it's all power and lack of finesse. It's, it's one or the other. Athletics, Padres, Golden Knights, we mentioned that one, 9-2-3, they win there as well. Uh, looking at uh, tennis, you're down to uh, Nafe, Vickery on the women's side, Paul and Wu, Wu with the upset yesterday in the Boss Open. All right, that's what we've got for you today. As always, we're brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julius Prudent Produce, Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging, Montauk's Fire Services, Winston's Editing Services, Bernard's Obstacle Golf. It's always time for Mad Hatters. And if you need an expedition, Jack and Ralph are there for you. Hey, go wave your flag, whatever it might be. Your, your happy flag, your smiling flag, your free flag, whatever flag it is you want to show today, go show it off. Uh, and or just buy your nation's flag and hang it outside. One of the two. All right, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow on your Friday Junior as we head into the weekend in the Ides of June. We'll see you then. For now, you've been listening to Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. We'll see all you beefy and peacocks tomorrow. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be a good human.